Tired? I am. Yeah. Been a long weekend. It has. We're busy. Very busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No stupid phone today, though. Well, that's good. I'm glad. Yes. No I'm stupid phone. I'm glad you have no stupid phone today. Today. Yes. I'm sorry. Tonight. I'm sorry. It, it is pillow talk. So I'm sorry. I don't know why he always saying today. No stupid phone tonight. Tonight. You know, it's pillow talking all. So. <laughs> I make sure we get the, the chronology together. Mm, what was that? Yep, the chronology together, <laughs> whatever that word is. Yep. <laughs> what up, people? Hey, people. Welcome to another edition, another episode of, of Pillow Talk, Talk with, with Them Fultons. Okay. I say z- uh. Z- uh. Okay, so now we've got our chronology together. Mm, it's Music Monday, y'all. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. It's Music <laughs> Monday. Whoop. And for this Music Monday, mm-hmm. we wanted to showcase an indie artist. Yes. Uh, last couple of times we've done some mainstream artists that are well-known mm-hmm. and you know, you probably have heard their name before, seen them somewhere. But this time we wanted to do an indie artist, a young man that I had the pleasure of meeting um, almost three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost three years ago, back when I was doing a radio show. He did a radio show, y'all. Yes, back when I was doing a radio show on Blog Talk Radio. It was called A Kind Voice on Music. Mm-hmm. I had a wonderful, wonderful time. And I got a chance to meet some really great artists, um, musicians, mm-hmm. and some really great people. Yes. And one of them was a young man by the name of Scotty Granger, uh, who goes by the stage name Scotty Grand or Scotty G. Mm-hmm. Um, I discovered him. I hate to say discovered, like I was the one that brought him out or something, but I discovered him. Or you came on, across. I came across. I stumbled upon. Stumbled upon. Him on the crowdfunding website Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. He was at the time... Uh, trying to drum up some money to finish uh, an album that he, um, from what now what I'm reading, he had previously released in 2012. This was 2014. Mm-hmm. And he was looking to release an extended version of that. Uh, so he had a crowdfunding uh, campaign going on Kickstarter. And I met him there and invited him to come on the show mm-hmm. because what we did on the show, we would talk about the, the crowdfunding and mm-hmm. the Kickstarter and, draw more people to that so yes. he says was able to release uh the rest of the album the album was called a songwriter's right mm-hmm. paragraph one love is i do believe Let me make sure i'm saying that right mm-hmm. make you sure are. i'm saying that right you are i don't believe you okay yes <laughs> don't give me that look don't give me that if look. If I'm telling you that it is, then it is. Then it is. All right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Don't give me that look. You love me. I do love you. Right, yes, I do. Don't give me that. Don't give me that look. But when I say that it is, it then is. it is. Okay. So it it was love is. <laughs> 
Yeah, so it's paragraph one. Love is a songwriter's right, uh, which he did release in 2012 independently. And then yes. he went and did an extended version of it, um, which he then released in uh, 2015, I do believe. And then he has since released another album, A Songwriter's Right, Paragraph 2, mm-hmm. which is Hate Will. Um, he just released that in 2016. So I wanted, wanted to bring him to uh, the spotlight here on Music Monday yes. and discuss this uh, awesome young man. Um, he is, uh, he should be, I'm trying to get his age here, guys. He is. I thought you were saying he was like. Maybe. Oh, my. He's going to be 30 this year. Oh, okay. Wow. Because I was going to say like 27, yeah, 28. I, yeah, I thought he was. Okay, so when I met him, 2014. Okay, he was, I guess he was 27 then. I don't know why I thought he was like 24 at that time. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, so he's actually going to be 30 this year. He's 29 years old. Um, And if you, you can actually find him on Wikipedia, which I think is awesome. Um, it says cool. he's an American pop, R&B, and dance music singer, producer, songwriter. He plays piano, guitar, flute, sax, and piccolo, wow. among others. Yes. That's awesome. And I mean, this 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 young man's career is absolutely ridiculous. Like he has he sung with the best of them. shared the stage with some of the greatest artists you can think of, including Stevie Wonder. Yes. And so many countless others. Uh, he at one point was ranked the best uh, vocalist at, at the age of 10 or something like that. He has been on Apollo when mm-hmm. he was, when he was like 10 years old. And so like music is, and actually music is, is in his, is in his, his lineage because um, Mahalia Jackson is his, his great grandmother or great great grandmother, something like wow. that. Wow. Um, so yeah, he he comes from a just a, an awesome lineage of of music. Awesome. And um, listen, guys, this these albums, a songwriter's right, paragraph one and paragraph two, mm-hmm. they're available. They're on iTunes, uh, Amazon, uh, Google, Google Play, Play. Music, um, Spotify. You can get this album anywhere you can get digital Albums. music and listen. Mm-hmm. This guy He's phenomenal. This guy vocals. He has talent like <laughs> no other that I've heard. Yes. I mean, for him to be such a a young guy, his Vocal range is ridiculous. It is. It's. <laughs> and I didn't even know that he played all those instruments. I did not know. I mean, either. I knew he played the piano and I knew the guitar. And yes, but and I the guitar. But I didn't know. I didn't know no all of piccolo. that. Piccolo. No. Well, what's interesting is when I had him on the radio show. I'm trying to figure out why I did the show this way. I think it might have been because of time restraints or something. Mm-hmm. I split the show up. So where the show was an hour long and I normally would dedicate the entire hour to one artist, Mm -hmm. this show, I had him on for a half hour and then I had someone else come on. I think it was a a timing thing on his end. On his end, maybe. Okay. Maybe that was the case. Although I did bring him back Mm -hmm. once the album was out, I did bring him back. And I think then I had the whole hour Mm -hmm. to talk to him and we ran more tracks from the song and, 
uh, we we had a, a great conversation. I really felt like I made a, a great connection Absolutely. with this young man. But, I said hi. Um, you did get a chance to say <laughs> hi because uh, China co-hosted uh, with me often. She yes, became I a did. regular, a favorite. The program director absolutely loved her, loved the uh, yes, chemistry that we had and mm-hmm. all of that. So, um, so I know what we've normally done with the Music Monday. We when we take a uh, album we go track for track and mm-hmm. break everything down but we're talking of about over 40 songs yes. here between the two albums so we're not going to spend uh this time with you going through track per track um but we will discuss uh some of the tracks that were more impactful to us and one of the things that I really want to talk about and bring to the pillow <laughs> is how he's telling a story mm-hmm. uh, through these songs and these albums, you know, um, the first album being love is, and you, you really get to experience a journey that he actually went on. It's one mm-hmm. of the things that he told me and that we talked about when I interviewed him, he explained to me that this was a journey he actually went on. And there's this struggle going on from track to track, song to song, mm-hmm. where he's struggling between maintaining a romantic relationship right. and his music. Mm-hmm. And he learned, uh, and you learn with him through this first album, that his first love was the music. Yes. And that he literally had put that ahead of his Lover yes. ahead of his companion. Yes. Uh, subconsciously, though, I don't. I don't think it was something that he was trying to do on purpose. Mm-hmm. He didn't mean to shun his companion at all. Mm-hmm. But it was just where his dedication was at the time. Right. You know what I mean. And um, I, I guess it's uh, necessary to state that he became an integral part of. Uh, Jordan Sparks's uh, camp. Yes, I was. I was just reading that here. Um, it says that. Where did I see that? I saw that somewhere. It was saying that he started off as like a piano player for her or something, and then he ends up uh, being more than that. To her, he ends up being okay. like, um, like on her team fully. I'm. I'm, I'm and trying for to those find of you who don't know who Jordan Sparks is, Jordan Sparks was a winner on American Idol. I'm not sure what season that was that she won, but she was a winner Yes, on American Idol. Okay, it says he worked as a keyboard player and backing vocal, and then eventually he was assigned as creative director. Oh, wow. And that happened in 2014. Okay. Yes, and that was, of course, right before he uh, brought out the, the album. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Wow, okay, he, he is the younger brother of NBA basketball player Danny Granger, who I know. I know Danny Granger. Danny Granger played for Indiana, if I'm not mistaken. He, wow. he played for the Pacers, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me see. Let me see. That's let me cool. see. Yeah. So let's just he talent played, all through he that He played family. for the Pacers in 2005, and looks like he played for, then he played for the Clippers, then he played for the Heat. Looks like he might be is he maybe retired now. So it looks like it might be, because I don't see anything past 2014 with the heat but yeah I, I know granger i did not know that wow i did not know that see you learn something new every day wow okay every night 
Okay, yes. Every day and every night with Pillow Talk with them Fultons. And he's the great nephew of gospel legend Mahalia Jackson. Wow. Yes. Now that okay. is awesome. Yes. Yeah. So he yeah, he's wow, he's got he's got greatness in his family. Yes. Yeah, he's got he's got God, greatness. Oh, up and through there. In, in up and family. through his blood. Up and through his blood. Yes, <laughs> mm. yes, yes. He yes, got yes, it yes. honest. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Wow. Yes. I was trying to see about Jordan Sparks, um, what what season that was of American Idol. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, okay, she was on the sixth season. Oh, okay. She won the sixth season of American Idol in 2007, and that was at the age of 17. All right. Yes, and she has since gone on to do yeah, uh, great work. Some big things. And uh, Scotty has been along with her on the ride. Wow. So a lot of that comes through in this album. Like you hear him like having to go on tour and mm-hmm. he's in the studio trying to finish th- this album. Right. And then he's back and forth on tour. So he's like, he's and, trying to balance music and relationship all at the same time. Yes. Yeah. And it, you know, it comes to a head, you know, but track after track, he takes you on this journey and it's us. Uh, there's 17 tracks on the first album. Um, a songwriter's right. Paragraph one love is, and I think it's like 25. Yeah, I think it's 20. On the uh, second five, album. On the second album. Mm-hmm. Let me. Uh, yeah, I think it's like 25. No stupid phone today, y'all. <laughs> Working with the tablet and it's moving like lightning. Yeah, so yeah, 25 songs on the second album. And yes, when I met him and interviewed him, yeah, he was telling me that he was that he had like 40 something songs that he was working on it. He had been working on it for several years mm-hmm. and was looking forward to putting it all together and presenting this to the masses, you know? Um, and it's, it's, it's an incredible journey guys. Like I said, we're not going to go track for track. Um, you know, we, we will discuss a few here and there. Um, some that, some that we, uh, some that grabbed us the most, you know what I mean? For instance, from the first album, there's a song, Track three is called If This Ain't Love, mm-hmm. um, which actually was a single that he had released uh, before he released the album. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I like most about that song is the instrumentation in it because he has this orchestra. It's called the Ben Leathers Orchestra that yeah. he has backing him yes. in this song. And, oh, man, just uh, how... All of that just brings, and I've and there's actually a video for if this ain't love, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, which is really cool because he's like walking down the street. It. I think with like this this radio or something in his hand, and okay. you know, it's it's a it's a pretty cool. It's really just him. It's like him and the streets. Okay, you know what I mean. And he's just kind of walking down the street singing. It's really nothing. There's no in, interpretive, you know, going on in it or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. just him and his and his vocals in the street singing his face off. Wow. You know, it, it has a very explosive chorus when he hits that, if it ain't love, mm-hmm. if it ain't love, you know, it's, it has such an explosive chorus to it. And um, I really, really like that song, you know. And then like, you know, like every second or third track of this album, you know, you'll see a track called like The Makings of Where We Belong. Mm-hmm. And in that track, you hear him 
in the studio and um you know you hear him maybe running a few keys or running a few notes or melodies or something like that and Mm -hmm. he may be uh, talking to an engineer or talking to a musician and then from there then that song would be the next song where we belong would be the next track you know after the makings of and you know uh so forth and so on so um that's one that um that i really like off of the first album um then another one that i really like is uh neverland Mm-hmm. which would be uh, track 14 on uh, the first album. And that is a Tim McGraw cover. Yes. Um, you I know, like that. For those of you guys well. who don't know, Tim McGraw is a country singer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, this song is, oh my gosh, it's phenomenal to hear him do this country song in his own way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. While still keeping the, country feel mm-hmm. that Tim McGraw does in this song yeah. and it's just oh man it is just it's just phenomenal yeah. I think the phenomenal. one one that I like is the makings of Mr. Patron ah. that's track 8 <laughs> yeah. on the first album yes and it's, it has that that old school harmony feel like um, the barbershop yes like yeah, quartet type feel. Yeah, you know, he's he's with his friends and mm-hmm. they're they're just sitting around, you know, um, singing and and he's uh, making music with his with his mouth mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know not quite beatboxing. No, he's just but he's just he's, he's just making making sounds. Sound, yeah. You know, with he's with his sound. with his um, and it's um his voice. That's very it's very organic mm-hmm. and it's very raw and it's very real. I remember asking him about that particular mm-hmm. track, and I said, "Was that planned?" And he was like, "No." Mm-hmm. He said, "We were just together. We started goofing off. Somebody says, grab a recorder mm-hmm. and started recording us, you know." And he said, "That was that was that, but that was just him hanging out." And that's what I love about it. Like, I don't know that I've ever heard a more transparent album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I you know because a lot of artists, um, a lot of artists, music is their, um, like their secret identity. Mm-hmm. Like they become another person. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean in their in their music. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Jackson was a great example of that. Yes. You know what I mean. Michael Jackson was uh, very uh, extroverted mm-hmm. in his music, but then his life was more introverted. Right. You know what I mean. Um, and there, there are countless others like that, mm-hmm. you know, that, that their music kind of created this alter ego right. for them. So you you hear them in the music and you enjoy them, but it's not necessarily them. Right. You know what I mean? Behind the music where in this, this is true to life. Yes. This, this, is, this is this young man's life, you know, that he gives us in this music. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and um, one thing I like about, this album is just the live instrumentation of it, you know, because you don't you don't really get that too much these days. You know, it's always something added in, filtering, and you know, it kind of overshadows the real sound of those live instrumentation. Yeah, those live live instruments and. To consider that you're talking about an album that he did in his mid twenties. He's twenty four, twenty five, mm-hmm. twenty six or whatever, and he's doing this album. For him to have had that appreciation yes. of 
the live instruments mm -hmm. and to put them on the album. I think that speaks a lot as well to his love of the music. Yes. You know, his love of the music. Yes. Yeah. What else you got? Um, track seven. It's called Holla. But it's it's just all instruments. Yes. He's not even singing. Mm-hmm. It's just all instruments. Yeah. Does that one have like a um like a dance feel to it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um <laughs> what I find interesting, I don't know how other um services like iTunes or Spotify, I don't know what genre they put it in because I've listed mostly through Google Play Music. Mm -hmm, right. Google Play Music lists these albums as folk music. Mm -hmm. And I found that like, okay, because... But when you read it there, it didn't mention folk at all. When you mentioned the genre. Oh, when I when I mentioned him through Wikipedia. Yes. Right, Wikipedia doesn't mention him as a folk artist. Right. No, Wikipedia mentions him as a pop R&B mm -hmm. and dance music, but that's what I get from the album. Right. That's exactly what I so get. So I wonder why they they categorized them as folk. I don't know. And then I'm wondering if he did it. Like, I, I want to talk to him again because mm -hmm. I'm wondering if he did it because I know with our albums, mm -hmm. we were able to, like, you you have that freedom. As, right. as As an indie artist, or as any artist, period, when you go to put your music through these outlets, you determine the genre right. because that's important to you because right. you want to fall in a certain category. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, our album is listed as R&B and soul. Right. You know, but that's what I got. I got soul. I got R&B. I definitely got yes. pop. And I got dance. So I found it very interesting that it's listed on Google Play as folk, folk music. Now, I don't know. Again, I don't know where it's listed in iTunes. I don't know what it's listed on Spotify right. and Amazon. I don't either. I don't know. Although I did... I did see him in Amazon. Hang on a second. I, mm -hmm. saw, I saw him in, on Amazon. Okay. And I probably can look it up and tell you how Amazon has it. Okay, wait a minute. I can even tell you how iTunes has it. <laughs> I'm going right to iTunes right now. I'm going to tell you how iTunes has it. But I found that very interesting. Very. Because. Because to me, I didn't, I didn't get a folk feel from it. You know? Okay. iTunes has it listed as pop. Okay. Okay, which I can go with. Yeah, I can go with that. I can I can go with pop, although even sometimes with pop, pop for me, and I could be wrong, probably because I see it a different way. But when I think pop, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Britney Spears. Mm. I'm thinking, um, um, oh, what's girly? Oh my goodness, um. Like she's the most popular thing right now. Um, she did the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Uh, she has a song called Roar. Um, oh, Katy Perry. Okay. Good grief. I'm like, huh? I think Katy Perry. I think. Um, See, when I think pop, I think a little bubblegumish. That's what I'm saying. You know. That's what I'm saying. I I, I think like and family friendly. Not you know what I mean? Like when, when you think all. pop, you're thinking like family friendly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like Katy Perry's so safe. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Katy Perry, um, that other child, um, <laughs> that other child. Oh man, was was she was she American Idol? I don't think she was American Idol. What's that? Um, that that skinny white girl. Um, Babe, I don't know. She took her music off at mostly everything because she didn't want her music streaming. And this, that, and the third. I, I, no I, I see her face. 
Okay. Ah, oh, not oh. Well, Somebody we'll help back me. Back to it later. Somebody help me. Because <laughs> I have no. You guys idea. listening? Somebody, I know you guys are shouting at the at the, at the radio at, at your earbuds right now. You're like, it's blah blah blah. <laughs> She's got like the most followers on Twitter. Does she? Yeah, she's even more popular than Katy Perry. Like, I, I, Katy Perry is one that I think of when I think pop, but this chick is even more popular than Katy Perry. Like, she's, oh my gosh. So she's pop? She's definitely pop. As so, soon as you hear her name, you're going to be like, oh yeah, that chick. Young, um, oh my God. Uh, mm, I'm sorry, I can't help you because you just, I have no idea. I am looking at her face. <laughs> it starts with a T. I think I am looking at her face. Oh, oh my gosh. I bet if I type in Katy Perry. I know you're talking about. She got blonde hair. Yes. I, <laughs> I bet if I type in Katy Perry, she'll come up under her. This right here is hilarious. This is hilarious. Um, There she is. No, that's not her. Um, Y'all don't listen to her, so like yeah, exactly. That. You know, Taylor Swift. Mm. At least you had the God. um, you had the letter right. I told her name started because <laughs> I was getting ready to say she was the one that had the little issue with um Kanye West. Right, right. Yes, <laughs> so I didn't exactly. Know. Man, I just exactly. Didn't think of her name. Right, but she but she recently, like a couple of years ago, she snatched all yeah, of her music I, off yeah. of I think everything but iTunes because she was mm-hmm. like, I want my music streaming and yeah. this, that, and the third. Yeah, <laughs> Taylor Daggone Swift. <laughs> Good God. Daggone. Yeah, Taylor Daggone Swift. But another artist popped up here <sighs> next to Taylor Swift, who also is considered pop, but I don't find her bubblegummy. Okay. Gaga. Oh. No. But she would be listed as pop. Yeah. 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 But I don't I don't I don't find her bubblegummy. Don't either. Yeah. Now Taylor Swift, yeah. Yes. Katy Perry. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's my whole thing about pop. All right, let's 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 get back to Scotty. I'm sorry, but thank you. Thank y'all. I know y'all were screaming her name. I know y'all was like, it's Taylor Swift! It's Taylor Swift! I know y'all were screaming. I know y'all was. I know. Y'all was like, boy, I, I wish this dude would get it together. He don't even know who he's talking about half the time. How you gonna have a podcast and you don't know who you're talking about? Hey, we was we was hey we was in the vicinity. We was we was okay. we was on the street. We was on the street. We was. I just couldn't find the address. <laughs> God, well, thank God for Jesus that we found. Thank the God for Google. <laughs> yeah, thank God for Google. Glory to and God. Jesus. Well, Jesus is good, but Jesus didn't help me find. <laughs> if you didn't have the brain to look for Google, that wasn't Jesus. It was Jesus? That wasn't Jesus. Who made you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Who made you? Who made me? God made me. All right then. All right, all right. Praise, praise, why Jesus? Let me go there. Okay, <laughs> back to Scotty Grand. Scotty Grand. So basically, what I was saying was, yeah, I don't understand. So now that I see that, okay, no, I was supposed to be looking to see what other people had. So now we know that iTunes has him listed as pop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let's see what Amazon has him listed as. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Amazon has him listed as nothing at all. <laughs> Pop. 
I see it. It's pop. Yeah, they have a list of pop too. I'm like, what? Hey, I couldn't find the genre. It was just like, here's the CD, buy it. It wasn't telling me anything about the genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they haven't listed his pop as well. Okay. Um, but I, I wonder if they, <laughs> if they were saying folk because of a piccolo in there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know where the folk comes from. I because I just don't. And of course, now I believe that it is. I believe it's very difficult really now to place anybody in a solid one genre. Right. Uh, you know, like we, especially we, if their album is so diverse. Yes. We, we live in a time now where most music is so cross genre now, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I, there are some pop songs on these albums. Mm-hmm. There's some dance, you know yes. what I mean? I heard like, like dance and even like, like slight disco, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? On um, a song or two. That Neverland song is a country song, yes. you know. Uh, excuse me. Um, but then there are some that 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 do have a very soulful feel. I think that if it ain't love, is very soulful. Um, that song, another song that's a favorite of mine is uh, track thirteen, which is with. Okay. You know what I mean. I'm better off uh, with than without you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Um, it starts off very ballady and soulful, but then it kind of I think toward the end it kind of takes a um. Um, a poppy kind of dancey feel to it because mm-hmm. it kind of speeds up a little bit and gets kind of a poppy kind of dancey feel. But um, so yeah, I I think to even just set it and say this album is pop, mm-hmm. this album is so I, that's so hard because mm-hmm. he does so many things, right? You know what I mean in this album. Um, and then another one you said was your favorite was was two days. Yes, track sixteen on this first album and. I listened to it like three times back to back. <laughs> and I was trying to figure out why this particular song caught me out of all the rest of them. And I think it's because he was leaving his mm-hmm. his companion mm-hmm. for a couple of days. And it it really was bothering his companion the fact that he was leaving. And, like, I just, me with goodbyes is, I don't like to say goodbye. What we say? We don't, we don't, we, we say, never say goodbye. No, we, we say, we say cheers. cheers. Yeah. And this song was, like, to me, like, Wow, he has to leave because he's doing something that he loves. Right. It's not that he's not coming back. Right. He just has to leave for these couple of days. Right. But his companion wasn't understanding was that not at all. Understanding that. At wasn't all. understanding it at all. Was not understanding that at all. And I I was like, wow. And the music yeah. got me too, because it's so it's like, wow, um, smooth. Mm-hmm. And and like calm, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And and I was like, wow, just to hear the lyrics, I had to play it three times. Wow. That song grabbed me. It grabbed me. Is why I played it three times. Yeah. Out of all seventeen of these songs, that particular one got me. Wow. And I think it's just because of the fact that I personally don't like 
goodbyes. That's interesting. So it, it really spoke to you on, on a personal level. Yes, it did. That's interesting. And, you know, the track before that, which is which is is called but mm-hmm. is is a conversation that he's having mm-hmm. you know with with his companion you know telling him that you know he's he's got to go right now mm-hmm. and that he he's you know look this is what I got to do right now and um you know I think I think that's the track or that might have been the one where he says he realized that there was always the love of the music mm-hmm. uh, it was it was it's one of those mm-hmm. it's either the conversation he's having or the one where he's saying he realized that the love was always in the music. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, the two days is this, listen, I, I have to go, but, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just give me two days and right. I'll be like, back. Like, I'm coming back. Yeah, I'll be know, back. You know. But I, I have to leave to go take care of my business. Right. And it's not yeah. like I'm not coming back. I am coming back. Yeah. But I have to go take care of my business. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think the other other song that I like is Seventeen, track seventeen. Okay, the live version. The live version if of this love. If This Ain't Love. And just to hear him singing that live is like amazing. And to hear those live instruments playing while he's while he's in this it's like a club. Yeah, it it sounds like, it sounds a, like um, a club or something. Yeah, a small uh, club, club that mm-hmm. he's in. You know what I mean? It's it, you can hear the crowd as they right. applaud. They sound like they might be a twenty to thirty strong or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it, it sounds like a very it was like very very intimate. close, very intimate yes, setting. Very intimate yes. setting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you know what I think I want to go ahead and say this, and this is not. I, I didn't want this to be the focal point of the conversation, but I found it in Wikipedia. So I thought that maybe it would be, um, I would be remiss not to to say this. You know, we're we're saying Scotty Graham, we're saying his companion, but Wikipedia went on to to make sure that you know that he is openly gay. Um, so he, okay. he doesn't um, he doesn't hide that. Um, you know, he he doesn't hold that back at mm-hmm. all, and. Um, the songs that he's singing, because you said that in that last track, he actually dedicates the song to um, his boyfriend. Did he? Because he, he mentioned his name or something. Not so much a dedication, but well, he was he, there or something. He right? mentioned the name. You know, he mentioned who you know who he is. Okay, he okay. Says his name. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I mean, like, and even in conversation he and I had, you know, he. Said like and he, but he didn't say it in a way like I need you to know I'm gay. Like he didn't say mm-hmm. that. He just, as we were talking, he mentioned something about being a, a young gay black man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I and I, you know, I was like, okay, cool. Like it, but it wasn't. I'm not saying this to make a big deal out of it, mm-hmm. but because Wikipedia mentioned it, and I know that that he holds no punches about being right gay. You know what I mean? I just I want that to to be um, understood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because um, I don't want to keep trying to use oh well his companion. You know I don't want to keep trying to dance around that. You know what I mean? Uh, his boyfriend. You know what I mean? His boyfriend. And I I think I want to say that because there are artists out here who are gay, but, again, their music says something different. Mm-hmm. Like, their music is their alter ego. So right. you can have a gay male who writes a song about being in love with a woman. Mm-hmm. 
you know what I mean? You know, the song is, and and of course that's kind of industry driven, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because the popular thing is to say, well, I don't want to hear a song about a man loving another man. Right. Or like, I don't want to hear a song about a woman loving another woman. Right. Like like sing me a, sing me a a heterosexual love song because that's what most people want to relate to. But But that's why I think indie artists, they have a free range. Oh, they they have a freedom. But just like you were able to um, relate to the song Two Days, Mm -hmm. I don't think he loses anybody in that at all. I don't think a single song is not a song that you couldn't relate to hetero, you know, or otherwise. Right. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't think that there's a single song here that couldn't be related to by anybody. And I think he does an amazing job of that. I think he does a great job of that to maintain who he is Mm -hmm. and yet write these phenomenal songs that open him up to us, allow us to see him. Because he didn't have to. He did not. He didn't have to open himself up like that and share his life. Right. Right. You know, he could have just been been another pretentious dude. Right. He could have been Scotty G all day long, but instead we got to see Scotty Granger. Right. You know what I mean? Behind this music. Yeah. You know, we literally get to see the story behind the music. Granger Grant. (laughs) (laughs) We literally get to see the stories behind the music. Absolutely. Yeah. So we done with album one? Okay. All right. So what what's awesome about the song Two Days is what it leads into. Mm-hmm. It's technically the final song of the story of Paragraph One. Right. Although there is track 17, which is If This Ain't Love Live. But song the song Two Days is actually the final uh, sentence, I'm going to say, in Paragraph One of Love Is. Mm-hmm. He's literally telling his boyfriend, I'm going to be back in two days. I have to go take care of this music. I'll be back in two days. Okay, which takes us to the second album, which is Paragraph 2. Now, this is now 25 songs, and it's, and it's called Hate Will. And I remember having this conversation with him about the first album, and I I, I think we might have went maybe track for track. And I was like, man, I love this album. I love the conversation that you're having, you know what I mean, with your lovers that the third. And he's like, yeah. So then um, he says to me, he says, well, I'm now preparing. No, I said, I said to him, so what's next for you? And mm-hmm. he goes, well, I'm now preparing to drop paragraph two, mm-hmm. which is called Hate Will. And I said, ooh, Hate Will. He said, yeah. He said, so you've, you've gone through the whole first one with me. Mm-hmm. You see what I went through back and forth, battling between being with you know, him and the music. He said, but I had to leave. And mm-hmm. it, you, know, you see that. He said, the second album is going to show you what I experienced when I got back. Right. And I was like, wow. <laughs> and I mean, it starts off first track, Holly weird, California, uh, which is basically just a compilation of like sound bites, mm-hmm. you know, but it's him returning. Right. You know what I mean? Um, like, cause you hear airport. Yeah. Uh, sounds yeah. And, yes. and people. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like you hear, you hear all this stuff. So like, you know, it's, it's kind of like his, his, his coming home. Yes. You know what I mean? His his coming home. And um Well, I'm gonna tell you the song that that got me. Go ahead. Track twenty three on a second album, Why Does It Hurt So Bad? Uh-huh. And the way he did this song, because you know, uh Whitney Houston mm-hmm. did this song yes. in the movie 
waiting to exhale. Yes. So he takes this song and redoes it. Yes, he does. And it's it's phenomenal. Yes. It's phenomenal. And I and because I when I first saw when I looked at the list of songs and when I saw that title, and I was thinking to myself, is that the song that Whitney Houston did? Mm-hmm. You know? And I was thinking to myself, then when I heard it, I was like, oh I said, okay. Yeah. I I can appreciate that because sometimes when people do a remake of a song, I always say they shouldn't have done it. <laughs> but this guy right here, he took this song to a different level and and I was just floored. Yeah. I think I think it shows the respect that he has uh for the song. Yes. Um and for, for, Whitney, for Houston. Whitney Houston for yes. the writers. And once again, that's a song that features the Ben Leathers Orchestra. Yes. You know what I mean? So again, it it has this amazing uh instrumentation to it. Um one that got me well is the second song on the album is called You Got Me, mm-hmm. which was a single. So I like heard this before the album came out and instantly fell in love with it. Um because of one, he's this this guy's vocals is just ridiculous. <laughs> and just the way he sings this song and the octave that his voice gets to. But the way the song starts, it starts with this heavy piano. Dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. And it feels like a little Richard song. Okay. Like that kind of piano. Or a like like a rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jer- uh Jerry Lee Lewis. Like mm-hmm. it, it feels like one of those rock and roll piano. Chuck Berry. Yeah, Chuck. You know what I mean? Like that's how it feels when it when it comes in. Okay. You know what I mean? And um with with the snaps. You know, and the first I've been loving you for way too long. Mm-hmm. Like and just you know I'm what I mean? Like, like it, it feels it feels like a like a rock and roll doo woppy, you know what I mean, kind of thing. And it's just us it's so much energy in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It feels like the song should have been in the movie Hairspray. Okay. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Like and it's just I just absolutely love that song. And then the one right after that, which is called Disaster Piece, mm-hmm. which I was Listen to this the other day, listening to the words and in the chorus he's saying we're hanging our disaster piece. Mm-hmm. Oh man. That is that's deep for me. Like like this is where we are. Like love is so jacked up right now. Everything's mm-hmm. so jacked up. We are this perfect disaster piece. Mm-hmm. And we're hanging it for all to see. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> oh man. Yes. Yes. I think the one also that got me was track number six. From this second oh, album. the making of Liar My Life. <laughs> I was sitting next to China <laughs> while she was listening to this album. And the look on her face when she got to track six, the makings of Liar of My Life. Okay, another track that has, well, the next track, the actual song Liar of My Life. Mm-hmm. Another one has the Ben Leathers Orchestra. Okay, let me explain <laughs> to you guys this track six, the makings yes. of liar of my life okay i told you oh boy scotty said to me in the second album you're going to get to hear my experience of what i went through when i got back from going on this this tour Mm -hmm. handling this business he (laughs) you hear him coming home yes okay walking 
into his apartment. Yes. He's humming a tune in his head. You can tell he's obviously looking forward to seeing, you know, his lover, his companion. Mm-hmm. He opens the door. Yes. <laughs> and he is hearing moanings yes. and groanings. Yes. Okay. Okay. And, and when I heard that, my mouth flew open. And <laughs> Kitty looked at me like yeah, shaking I knew, his head because he knew, knew what she was listening to. What I song knew the track I was, was listening on. to. Yes. OMG. He walks in on his lover with somebody else. Yes. Okay. And it, oh my gosh. And then it goes bananas. And then you like you hear this, you hear some screams, you hear some stuff breaking, breaking. you know what yeah. I mean? Like so there was obviously some type of hustle or something and you hear you know like like someone's running mm-hmm. like you hear you hear total chaos. chaos and then the last thing you hear is scotty scream out really you know in in such a such a a hurt crushed voice yes oh my god like you just you just could feel his heart breaking in a thousand pieces like glass yes and I just like my heart just like it sunk. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, here it is. He he went off to do his business and he's happy that he's coming back home because he wants to share exactly. his experience. Yes. Yes. What 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 he has done, what he has been through, and then he walks in on that yes. situation. Mm-hmm. Crushing. Crusher. Crushing. Crusher. And of course that leads into the song Liar of My Life, in which he, you know, talks about the experience. He talks mm-hmm. about, you know, how he never thought that it was gonna go down like that. Right. And, and how oh my gosh, like, you know, just how painful How can someone do this to me? Yes, yes. You know, you know. someone that, that I love and I care about deeply. How could they do that to me. Yes. Yes. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> wow. Now, one of these songs, and I'm not sure which one it is, but he cries. Yes, I was in crying. Song, and I'm sorry, listeners, I'm that I think was it here in exile. Sure. Is it? I'm not sure. Yeah, I was wondering if it I'm was trying to hearing, figure out what song it was. Yeah, I was wondering if it was where he actually exile. actually hear him crying. Yes, because he was trying to sing the song, but he's like he broke down. I think that's here in exile. I yeah, I'm thinking that's here in exile. I think. Okay. I want to say that or goes wrong. Maybe goes wrong. The making goes wrong. That's track twenty two. Okay. Maybe maybe it was that one. Maybe it was that one. But there's one of these tracks where he's arguing with somebody. I think over the phone, he's, he's in the studio. And he's like, "Look, I got time for this!" Like, and he just starts freaking out. Oh, I thought I thought he was he was yelling at the band or yelling at the people in I wasn't, the I cu- studio. I couldn't tell. Okay, I couldn't tell if it was people in the studio. Yeah, I wasn't sure, or if it was someone he was on the phone with. It could have been the people in the studio. That's what I thought because you know he is trying to get this music right right and but, i think he was frustrated so he, took, he takes it out on yeah the musician yeah because you could definitely see um how uh what he was going through was even affecting the music mm-hmm. you know what i mean again just an amazing way to put this in the music because of course you hear 
that the music is therapeutic for him. Mm-hmm. But he takes us on this journey. Like, I can't get past that. I can't get past the journey he takes us on through these songs. Mm -hmm. You literally, he exposes himself. He strips himself bare. Yes. And and exposes himself to us, like, in no way that I've ever seen before. Like, like Christina Mm -hmm. Aguilera has has an album called Stripped, Mm -hmm. you know. And in the beginning, like she says to you, you know, um, you know, after this, that third, this is me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm stripped. I'm giving you a inner look to me. It's that and the third. And like you hear that because she talks about some hurts and different mm-hmm. things in some of, in some of the songs. Right. But I still feel like there may have been some holding back. Like she didn't give us everything. Right. right. You know what I mean? But but this here. Like, yeah, he, he went no holds barred. Like who? <laughs> Whether that was a reenactment mm-hmm. or what, I don't because I I can't tell if that one track with the whole walking in, I can't tell if that was a reenactment or if that, sure was, sounded, if that was true to life. It sure sound real to me. Like the fact that he did that, mm-hmm. he didn't have to give us that track. He did no, not he have didn't. to 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 give to expose that much of himself to us, no, but he not did. At all. You know not what I mean? So that you could literally understand what it is that he was going through. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And um Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look, please listen. Check out this guy. Yeah. I yes. mean, you will please. not be disappointed. You won't. His his vocal stylings is ridiculous. I mean, and and to know that he he's family with um who was it again Mahalia Mahalia oh yeah Mahalia one of the greatest gospel vocals of all time <laughs> I mean like I mean come on like, you come know what I mean on. like Mahalia's a gospel pioneer like come on now come on now you feel you definitely feel his hurt and pain. You know, with the relationship. Yes. But just musically, it's beautiful. It is. You it's... know, in spite of the fact that he was going through this and still putting the album together. Yes. You know, how was he able to maintain a straight head with the music when he's dealing with this hurt and pain? Be- yeah, but, but it's because he used Like, did it. he just sit it in the back of his mind? No, he didn't. That's what I'm saying. He exactly did not. He brought it to the forefront. He wrote about it. He sang about it. He allowed us so to experience it. So this healed him. It did. Well, well. <laughs> kinda? <laughs> kinda. Because I'm, I'm, he's, he's got a third one coming out. Oh. Paragraph three oh. is coming. Uh-oh. Is coming. Dun, dun, dun. And he released a single back in January called Holding Your Hand featuring God. I'm done with him. Oh. Okay. I'm so through with him. Wow. <laughs> I got this email from him back in January, and he was like, this week's feature as paragraph three of the songwriter's right LP continues to roll out. And this one features the man himself, God. I was like, you know what? I'm done with you. (laughs) It's called Holding Your Hand Featuring God. Wow. And it has a 
that has has this spiritual tone to it. Wow. Like this inspirational feel to it. And I'm like, all right, dude. So I think his healing has begun. Okay. Um, I think the second album did allow for um expression of pain. I, mm-hmm. I think and I'm I am not a psychologist, guys, but I think that um like we go through stages in a healing process. Yes. Um so there's whatever it is that hurts because it does not happen okay. overnight. It doesn't. So there's whatever it is that hurts us. All right. So then, boom. This 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 the hurt piece. Okay. Then I think there has to be a time where you express the hurt that you feel. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important for you to literally scream ouch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, you know because to take the hit and don't say anything, I think that's more detrimental. So right. Because you're holding be, it all in. Yeah. And. Eventually, it will come out, yeah. and it probably will not. Nine times out of ten, won't be good. Right. So I think there has to be an ouch moment, and I think paragraph I like two, ouch moment. Yeah, I think paragraph two is his ouch moment. I mm-hmm. think he's screaming out, ouch. Mm-hmm. Every single track there is him letting out that hurt. Yes. Because I don't. Because there's there's no victory at the end of this album. The last track oh, is no. called Gone. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Maybe is that the so, one that he's crying on? That might be the one. That might be. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen to that. Yeah, one the again. last the last track is called "Gone." You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, he hasn't really. You know, 23 is why does it hurt so bad? You know what I mean? And then the last track is gone. So, so I don't think that he had healed by the end of it. I think paragraph two was his ouch. Mm-hmm. He had to be able yeah. to scream because he was ouch. he was coming to terms of what yes you know happened yes yes so and what was happening yes. Yes. You know, what had happened, what had t- taken place, and what is happening. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, 21, track 21 is Should We Try. Mm-hmm. So I'm so I'm thinking, you know, based on the, the lyrics that I remember of the song, I'm thinking that, you know, it was a moment there where, you know, I'm sure, you know, boy comes back, you know, and is, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure that happened. So then there was this moment where he's thinking, okay, so should we go back? Should we Should we try this again? Right. You know what I mean? You know, but it looks like he came to a conclusion that maybe that wasn't the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Then you get back to gone. Right. You know, at the end. So, yeah, that was his, that was his ouch. Yes. And it looks like paragraph three may be the actual healing. healing. So, well, I'm definitely looking forward to I'm looking forward to that. And he must be hard at work because I have not seen him on social media in quite some time. Okay. That email came in January. He, I remember him dropping that track. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to it. I remember shouting him out. You know, and he was like, you know, thanks, Ken. Thanks, mm-hmm. man. It's that and the third. But I had just recently tagged him in a post because mm-hmm. I'm listening to this music. You know, I was at work one day and I was like, yo, my man Scotty Grant is getting me through my work day one paragraph at a time. Mm-hmm. And normally he would respond mm-hmm. and he did. And I haven't seen his presence on. So I'm not sure if he's on tour okay, or if he's been pretty much locked up in the lab mm-hmm. working on this. This well, uh, latest I can't rendition. Wait to so hear that. I am definitely looking forward to. And you know what? We're when it comes out, guys. Look forward to another. Oh yes. uh, Music Monday. We, we will shall showcase, talk about yeah, that. We will definitely review it for you guys. And that one we may go track to track, depending on <laughs> you know what I mean how we do it. Because we were covering two, we decided not to go. Yeah. Track for track, you know, because we would be here 
it wouldn't be pillow talk anymore. It would be like breakfast talk or something like that. So, <laughs> the breakfast <you> know, club. <laughs> the breakfast club. <laughs> and there's already a thing called the breakfast club. So mm-hmm. we don't, we don't want to step on nobody's throne. <laughs> nobody we don't want nobody coming at them Fultons, you know. Because we ain't do it. We ain't do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Kevin Hart still stole our idea. But anyway. Um, <laughs> there he go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. So, listen, guys. Again, yes. Scotty Grand. Scotty Grand. Like, like a hundred grand. Okay, you can't yes. you can't misspell this name at all. At Scotty all. Grand. Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon. All that. A songwriter's right. Yes. Paragraph one. Love is. Paragraph two. Hate will. Yes. And we are looking for. We are waiting with anticipation. Anticipation. To paragraph three, which I'm not even sure what that one's going to be called. I, all I saw was so far was paragraph three. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Take a listen. Please Oh, do. my goodness. Both you will, albums you will are not be disappointed. phenomenal. I promise you that. You will not be disappointed. Yep, because you get to hear them live. Yes. And, and you get to hear them in that studio. And you get to hear them in the studio with phenomenal with musicians. phenomenal you know. musicians. So you won't be disappointed. You will there not. Is, there is nothing off about this this kid. This not. This guy's vocals is off off planet. Yeah, he got it his honest. Vocal, his vocals are off world. <laughs> and he got it honest. Yeah. His vocals are off world. Yes. Like who can say, yes. you know, Mahalia Jackson. Exactly. It's my great it's aunt. It's my great aunt. <laughs> I can't, I say, can't that. say that. <laughs> I can't say that at all. I know a girl who plays Mahalia Jackson, but oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? She does a phenomenal job. She does job. a phenomenal job, but she ain't my great aunt. You know she is saying? not. She's my sister, though. I do love her. Yes, Shout we out do. to Tamika Patton. Hey, Tamika Patton. Hey, Tamika Patton. We love you. We love you, girl. Doing yeah. your thing like you do. Like you do. So, yeah, Scotty Grand, guys. Check him out. Yes. Um, yeah, and like I said, as soon as Paragraph 3 comes out, be looking for a Music Monday. Oh, yes. Pillow Talk with them Fultons, and we will review we will bring you guys paragraph there. And you know, and I, I want to do some more um indies. I I, yes. I like this. Please support I wanna do indie some more indies. Music. I think I think the mainstreams, I think they get enough reviews. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, we can do those as well if it's an album that impacts us. But I think I want to focus on indies. All right. Yeah. 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 I think I think I want to definitely do more indies. I have couple of more in mind because I, I managed to meet some really great people. Yes, he did. Um, when I was doing the radio show and uh, who knows, maybe that was nothing but a, but a phone interview. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we can even do that. We could in- integrate uh, an interview mm-hmm. into our music Mondays. We can sit down with some of these artists, that you know, have a conversation cool. with them and in- integrate the interview cool. into the pillow talk. So okay. yeah, that'll be cool. But yeah, I, I want to be inviting them into our bedroom. Not physically. <laughs> you know what y'all, this reminds me, I said this to China one time, right? I was, I was presenting this idea to her about, about <laughs> doing music Mondays. And I said to her, you know what, babe, we can even interview some people sometime. No, it wasn't Music Monday. I think we were just we were just discussing ideas about pillow talk. And I said, you know, babe, every now and then we could probably, you know, interview somebody. And my wife goes, that mean they'll be in our bedroom? <laughs> I'm like, babe, we can pre-record the interview. I love her. Yes, I love he her. does. All right, she don't want nobody else in the bedroom. And I, hey, <laughs> nobody else supposed to be in the bedroom. Nope. You know what I mean? It's them Fultons, y'all. Them full times. So, 
That's it, guys. We're going to close out. Yes. Uh, but before we go, China Fulton. Yes, sir. Where can they find you? You can find me because it's a pleasure for, for you, you to, to meet, meet me. me. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook as China Fulton, C-H-Y-N-A-H, Fulton. You can also find me on Twitter as China 38. I mean, yeah. That's it. <laughs> China 38. <laughs> and you can also reach me on Instagram as Amber Day. A-M-B-E-R-D-A-Y-E. <laughs> and where can they find you? You can find me on Facebook, Kenneth J. Fulton. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under the same handle. That's going to be at the Disciple 76 T H E. D-I-S-C-I-P-L-E-7-6. Dem Fultons are on Twitter at Dem Fultons. Dem Fultons. Dem Fultons are on Facebook, uh, The Fultons. The. You can actually type in Dem Fultons, too, on Facebook, yep. and you'll find and you'll us. you'll find us. Um, yeah, so do that. Um, and um, we, have a we have a web site. You gave them Fultons a website. Them Fultons are a part of your Internet of Things. That's right. www.demfultons.com. Oh, you are a thing. You a fine thing. Anyway, um www.demfultons.com. Last but not least, the email address uh Dem Fulton's podcast, podcast at gmail.com. That's Dem Fulton's D E M F U L T O N S. Dem Fulton's podcast at gmail.com. Let us know how you feel about us. All right. Us. All right. All right. So that just about does it from this end to your um, end. You guys have a great week. <laughs> yes. We will talk to you on the next episode. Yep. Of Pillow Talk with, with them Fulton. Fulton. Same bat channel, same, same bat, bat time. time. Peace. Peace. Go Tar Heels. <laughs>